Foodie lovers, it's time. Hello, food lovers, it's Dave. Are you ready for some foodie fun? Yes, today and every weekday, cooking something good and your host, Dave Duso, brings you foodie fun adventures and fantastic food talk. Get ready for great recipes, food experts, daily prizes, lots of laughs, and of course, great deals on restaurant certificates and other food-related items at cookingsomethinggood.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, oh no, it's Dave Dussault. Canada, my home and native land. Okay, it's not my home or native land, but I'm a big fan of Quebec, as most people know. And today, two great restaurateurs from Montreal, Quebec. The first, uh, actually the second uh, interview, and they're both at the same time, kind of. But the second uh, person I'm going to talk to about his restaurant, Gepetto, on Rue Beaubien in Montreal, is one of my oldest and dearest friends, probably one of my closest friends in the world, Diane Chabonet. He's got a great place called Geppetto. Uh, he's been in the restaurant business a long, long time. Great guy. And then someone I just met uh, who is a uh, friend of Jan's who owns a relatively new restaurant in Montreal, also on Rue Beaubien, and it is called um, uh, Mitch's Deli. His name is Max Gagné. And uh, um, great interviews, really interesting. Don't forget, we have our giveaway. As always, you can win a $25 Visa gift card. All you have to do is... Uh, listen to uh, at 32 minutes and 14 seconds. So when you see down below, you can see, oh, 32 minutes and 14 seconds into the show. You can actually fast forward, too, if you're in a hurry. You want to listen to part of the show, but you still want a chance to win the $25 Visa gift card, which you can use for anything. You can use it to buy ketchup. You can use it to make a down payment on a boat. Now, I'm granted, it's not a big portion of your down payment, but you can use it. You can use it to pay off part of your college debt. You can use it to buy gas. You can use it to buy groceries. You can use it to buy a fountain pen. What is a fountain pen? Why did that name come up? Who cares? It doesn't matter. That's not important. You can use it for anything you want. Whatever I say at 32 minutes and 14 seconds, whatever word I say, all you have to be is the first person to pick up the phone, dial 732-336-1040, or text the answer to 732-336-1040. Whatever word I say at 32 minutes and 14 seconds, if you're the first, we'll drop that in the mail today. We'll drop it right away. It'll be to you today, tomorrow, next day, at the most, maybe tomorrow, right? And you got 25 bucks. Pretty easy. It's fun. And don't forget, check out our website. We got a lot of great deals. And I've been talking about this for all summer long, but Jones is barbecue sauce. We had Mary Jones on our show. She's one of the two sisters that owns Jones Barbecue in Kansas City. And it's this unassuming place. And uh, Mary and her sister are really nice, unassuming people. You kind of think they're, I don't know, like they act like they don't know what they're doing, but they are absolute geniuses when it comes to a couple of things. Uh, marketing, uh, getting their product out, great websites, and most importantly, uh, these are great businesswomen 
and they put out a great product. It's called Jones Barbecue. It's my favorite barbecue sauce. It's better than mine. It's 10 times better than mine. Uh, mine's good, eh, but this is the best barbecue sauce I've ever had, and you get it at our site, csgbn.com. We've got a lot of other half-off products. You get this for half price, right? We got everything on our site, gift certificates to restaurants all over New England, all over the world, including the two places we're going to be today, Mitch's Deli and the Geppetto, both on Rue Beaubien, Beaubien, Beaubien in Montreal. Uh, csgbn.com gets the certificates. Montreal is a great place to visit. It's beautiful in the fall, beautiful in the late summer. And after COVID, we need to get away, go places, right? So why not? csgbn.com, all that today, plus Andrea Jorgensen, Seattle to Sunapi on cooking something good. Find us on everywhere, YouTube, Facebook, We've got Instagram, we've got the little TikToks, you know, TikTok party walk, do the TikTok dance. What's that TikTok dancer doing? All right, that's not very good, but you know what I mean, right? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, like, follow, all those things you need to do. I don't know. I don't know any of that stuff. I'm not an expert. That's why I bring experts in to handle that for me. But we appreciate that, and we appreciate you uh, watching and listening. And if you want some great deals, we can get them for you. All today on Cooking Something Good. And it begins right after this. back cooking something good you see the guy with the goofy hat and the beard that's one of my oldest friends john charbonne uh and he is with uh, our new friend um how are you sir mr gag mr gagney in the united mr. states gagney. <laughs> as a thousand that we would say gagney but that's yeah. not how you say your name is how do you pronounce it I say Gagné. Gagné. It sounds so much better, too. Gagné. Yes, it does. And, and, and if we translate it, it's, it's, it's winning. Oh, my God. If you translate do so, it means he keeps spilling stuff off the side of his desk here. Just before I came on, folks, I screwed up. I, I dropped my Manny's Olive Oil, one of my favorite sponsors. I dropped his bottle off the side. Hey, welcome to the show, Jan, my oldest friend of the world. Well, one of my oldest friends. Welcome to the show. I'm good. They are owners of uh, Mitch's Deli, a relatively new place in Montreal. Guys, welcome to the show. Bienvenue, and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having us, man. So, Mitch's Deli, how'd that, how'd that come about? I read a story that that uh, during COVID, a lot of your students and you were teaching at a, at a cooking school, to say? Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I'm still teaching at the, the school downtown Montreal. And what's it called? It's École des Métiers de la Restauration. Ah, okay. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just spell it like it sounds, folks. <laughs> exactly. And uh, uh, we were, I, was, I don't know, I've been a month like doing nothing at home because I thought COVID was only lasting like uh, a week or two. Good call. And, yeah. And yeah, I, I thought it was kind of a joke, but it was the joke was on me. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I felt like kind of I needed to do something for for myself first, for sure, but for, for people around me that, that needed, like my students that just lost their job and just start like the this cooking uh, story that is to me a passion. So usually when you have passionate people, you don't want to sit around at home and do nothing. So I call one of them 
and asking him if he wants to join uh, me to open like a little sandwich and a natural wine spot just for like uh, the time that COVID will uh, will last. And uh, he said, there's nothing I want to do more in the world. So Mitch Dilly starts there. So we, and we I find this little location, we clean it, and we then we, we, we buy lots of wine, lots of chickens, lots of like chickpeas and Mitch Diddy was, was born. And what was it when it was born? It wasn't what it is now. It wasn't a, 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 did you have an inside location, just an outside location? Was it just smaller? A, it, it, no, 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 uh, no space inside. It was just a takeout, like uh, takeout spot with a lot of um, tables around outside. And that was around for two years, one year? It, it was around for a year and a year and something. A year and something. And then when did you decide, hey, we're going to go to the next step here? It's just after we lived like through, uh, through uh, winter. Yeah. And winter for, uh, for takeout spots in Montreal is horrible because winter here lasts eight months. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a, so, bit, it's a bit chilly. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit chilly. And it was, it was hard on the, on the motivation, you know, when you start something and it goes boom. And then winters arrive, and it's 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 more quiet. So yeah. it, it was hard on motivation. It's and fa fair to say it's cash flow challenging when you have an outside location ah, in in absolutely. Montreal. Yeah, absolutely. Everything is so expensive now, and we only work with like uh, local and uh, like local and bio product, like with no entrance and no no sh no shitty produce inside, mm -hmm. no pesticide, even in in our food and even in our wine. So you're anti shitty. Uh, yeah, but the final. <laughs> you have all you have you have you know it, it's like I can compare it to uh, my friend in Quebec City who owns a great restaurant and my friend in Monopoly in Italy. Uh, my recent friend when I was there, it's 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 fresh products uh, that they inspect personally. So and that's the key. Like like I assume you're talking about the key to to great food is. is that you source the food yourself, you know where it comes from, and it's fresh and it's and it's and it's of high quality. We have to to put pride in our food, and like, I think it's the best thing we can do. I'm going to ask you a question, and I actually wrote a question down. I'm usually not smart enough to write a question down, <laughs> and now I can't even write a question down with my hand. I'm learning how to write left-handed, uh, which is a, a challenge. But uh, probably a lot of things. Yeah, I can I tell people I can brush my teeth left-handed, but I can't shave left-handed. But some of the, one of the most important, two of the most important things, one I can do left-handed, one I can't do left-handed. And as I get older, one of them gets to be more, well, they're both more important, right? But I can't, uh, I can't finish my bathroom experience left-handed, but the other important thing I can do. Um, listen, Montreal has a, a tradition. They're famous for their, their, their viand fumé, their, their smoked meats. Yeah. Um, and over the years, there's just been so many amazing meat, smoked and unsmoked, and of course, mind-blowing sandwiches that have been created as a result of this, you know, 125, 135-year tradition. Did it ever occur to you guys, hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna amp this up, take this to the next stage? Uh, but there's a lot of uh, immigrants over the last 30 years in Montreal who aren't familiar. They're familiar with the tradition, but have never really tasted it. And there's also the old timers who really understand it. Did it ever occur to you, hey, we better not suck? <laughs> right? Because people that's that's a tradition. I mean, I I for me, smoked meats are it's in my blood. I'm you know, my, my family is French Canadian. 
No, we love smoked meats in Montreal. And yeah. that's why I don't do it in the restaurants. You know, I, I smoke a lot of things. I smoke fish. We smoke like uh, pork. Yeah. But I don't touch too much on the beef side because it's already been done so well. Yeah, but I, yeah, I understand that. But I'm talking about because of the tradition of smoked meats, there's so many different smoked and unsmoked sandwiches in Montreal, especially yeah. that have become, you know, it, there's a tradition of greatness. Yeah. You know, you got to say to yourself, this is something I better be great here because there's so much, so many places and so many people in their homes, grandmothers, grandfathers, grandmothers, 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 they, they, they make some of the best sandwiches in the world right in their homes. Sandwich is the basics of food. So yeah. to me, that's, that's the first thing you ate in your lunch when you're a kid. It's a, it's, it's something everybody feels comfortable eating. But it's always like this discomfort that we put on another level. Yeah. And, and let me ask you another question. For me, I know people who, who are good cooks and they love to cook, but they love to talk about themselves cooking. And if, even if it's something, you know, complex, you know, I made a, I made a, a duck with a, with a demi-glaze vinegar reduction sauce and a blah, blah, blah. Shut up. Right. You made a duck. Right. You make a sandwich. You can make the greatest sandwich in the world and put it on really crappy bread that doesn't fit that sandwich. It's not even crappy bread, bread that doesn't fit that sandwich. You know, yeah. I, I, what kind of role does, you know, what, what kind of role, and I mean R-O-L-E, not R-O-L-L, what kind of role does does the bread play in your, in your, in Mitch's Deli when you're it's thinking major. about different sandwiches? It's major. It's a major role. Bread, you know, bread, bread is life. If you were, we have those, um, European roots that uh, what you eat is to start the day is bread, yeah. croissant or whatever. So we, we have this place, uh, Brioche Atet, that does the, the bread for us. And it's an amazing brioche. And they do a potato roll for, for us too, because we, we got some vegan sandwiches that we do on the on potato roll. And we're, we're, we're really happy with this bread. And I, I think you're right. If you screw with the bread, your sandwich is going to be bad. And it has to be, I mean, there could be a, a bread a, 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 that's perfect for one sandwich that doesn't work yeah. with another one, you know, to make yeah, you're right. it gets soggy. You know, hey, I hate you go get a sandwich or even a burger here in the States, you know, and, your, and the bun is all soggy. You're like, you did something wrong. Toast it. If, if nothing else, toast the damn thing. So I don't get soggy bread. And that's what I, I love about places uh, that really care about the overall sandwich. And that's all I hear from, from every review I've read at Mitch's Deli. By the way, I'm going to be there tomorrow. You're open on Wednesday, right? Me? I'm coming up for the day, yeah. Oh, that's a nice surprise. Yeah, I'm not going to wear any underwear, so be careful. Mm. You make me nervous. <laughs> and then she made me breakfast. I come from a land down under. Isn't that that song? Women do, and hey, I've been working on a new song. I want your opinion on it. Yeah, I'm listening. Uh, it has nothing to do with food, but I think, and I, I'm going to have to talk to my wife about this, but I'm, I'm willing to split the royalties with you because I think this song's going to make us so rich that we can all go like to the Boeing store and buy a 777, pick out what colors, all, all three of us. Are you married? No, not, not yet. Do you, have, do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> not yet. Oh, good. That'll save you a fortune then. You won't have to buy her a plane too. But I have this idea for a song. I call it the COVID Cousins Birth Control Song. The COVID Cousin Birth Control Birth Control Song. And it's all due to vaccination. So it goes, vaccinated, 
Vaccinated, I'm vaccinated, you're vaccinated, but because we're related, we shouldn't have sex. Uh, that would make a great country song, man. Don't you think? I, 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 I'm really sure about it's, it. It's kind of hooky, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I, you're in for one third because you were my guest when I first sang this show. I call it the, the COVID Cousins vaccination song. That's what I'm going to call song. it. Yeah, thanks. Great lyrics. Nothing to do with Mitch's Deli, so let's get back to that. Um, I have not looked at your menu yet. First of all, what the hell's going on? You don't have a web page. Your web page isn't working. Yeah, I don't have one. Pourquoi? But, well, I don't know. I, no time for that? Um, Maybe? Mais c'est très important, hein? Yeah, but I know. Person, I know. The, the même de moi, the, the, for somebody the same as me, I, I, I like to go on there, order my food, get in, because... I'm not even smart enough to remember what I was going to order when I left the house. If I've already ordered it, on it, sometimes we've I walk. Been, we've been we've been having issues with the uh, with the switching location and switching like emails and stuff. So it, it it it's it's been complicated, but we're 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 working on it. But you know what? I'm I, I'm one to say anything because anything technical that I touch breaks. I hired these. I hired a company. They're called Morning Bird Media out of Springfield, Massachusetts. And they all look like they're nine years old, and they're all smarter than me. I mean, I don't have a clue. Not a clue what I'm doing. Yeah, they're born with it in their ends. Eh? That's a difference, I think. I mean, I'm yeah. 58. I'm old. Uh, I like younger to say, people are so smart and know so many things that we didn't know when we were young right now. No. So when you talk about the sandwiches and, you know, web page, blah, 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 that's not really – that's not important when it comes to – you've got crowds coming in. You're doing great from everything I've been reading about. Yeah, the place is going pretty well. Yeah. And, and at some point, do you want – you know, it, it, it must there must be a critical mass where you say, hey – I either have to hire more people today, so so. But yeah. I really like this, like uh, this um, Brooklyn vibe that we that we add to Mitch Dilly. It's kind of like you don't know the place, you don't see that much of the place, but mm -hmm. when you get into the place, you go nuts, and you're like, "Wow, this place is amazing!" And how far is it from Geppetto and Bobian? <laughs> Two corner. Oh, no kidding. Two blocks. Well, yeah. my friend Jan, who's upside down because he can't keep a cent. I don't know where he is. <laughs> Hey, he don't like us. He don't want to talk with us. Jan, speak with us. Jan. I'll teach the Americans a very important word. Ready? Trocachon. Ah, now you. Now we're talking. Je suis désolé, je ne peux pas français très bien. Ah, you're getting, you're getting there. Uh, well, my my family's from Ile d'Orléans. Ah. So I uh, and I used from to. Quebec City. Yeah, I've known Jan. Gosh, it's got to be going on thirty five. Ah, that's that's years where you guys now. met each other. Yeah, he's uh, he worked at a, a great restaurant. Good friend of both of ours. Uh, Jacques Fortier owns a restaurant up there called the Saint Amour, which is just fantastic. Uh, you know and, this place. And that's where we met. And Jacques and I, uh, Jacques and I met because his the uh, a dental assistant, my dental assistant, was his. Uh, God rest her soul. Was my. Uh, was his uh, cousin, so she gave uh, cousin him, thing yeah, again about forty, yeah. Um, about this song, yeah. She wasn't my cousin though, so <laughs> I don't have to sing the song. Anyway, that's how long we've known each other. Uh, talk about some of the other things. Is it, it's not all sandwiches, right, at Mitch's Deli? No, we uh, mostly what we do is we have this sandwiches menu, but when when the nice vegetables arrive, we we do this kind of I like to call it cuisine du marché. Not it's like a kitchen from the market. Yeah. So we we have those producer that we love to to do business with them, and they have amazing vegetables and fruits, and we we kind of 
play with that and do all kinds of little plates. So if you feel like eating a, a, a thick sandwiches, where, do you, where are your spots? But if you feel like having a glass of wine and eating like some, uh, some I don't know, some <laughs> a beef tartare. No, but this week we had a beef tartare and a tomato tart. And so we have all kinds of stuff. We have those uh, blossom, uh, zucchini blossom. Yeah. That we make a hot dog with it. So it's vegetarian and people go crazy for that. A vegetarian zucchini blossom? Yeah. Sounds like a stripper name, doesn't it? It sounds good. Hey, next up on stage, uh, zucchini, <laughs> zucchini hot dog blossom. <laughs> it does sound like that. So uh, before we go any further, I'll be up there tomorrow. I'm going to pick up about uh, $500 worth of gift certificates, which we're going to sell uh, to our listeners down here in the United States. So when they go to Montreal, they're just going to have to hit. Oh, that's amazing. Have man. to hit. Mitch's Deli. What's the average ticket? It's around. Uh, depends if you what if you feel like drinking or not. Mm -hmm. But uh, <laughs> I'm French if, and Italian. Try to guess. Yeah, <laughs> so it, it can be like fifty, okay. fifty to fifty to sixty, and you have a great meal and a a little a little great a great buzz too. All right, we'll get those certificates and we'll sell them. For, we'll get them in twenty five dollar denominations and sell them for half price. That way, when people go in, they can. Get a discount, right? But they still have to spend money. So they're still helping the restaurant out. They're still creating cash flow. And That's super good. hopefully they're going to spread the word and tell everybody how great Mitch's Deli is. And hopefully we can start. Now that the borders open up, I went every year for 35 years. I would go three beyond how many? Three, four, five times a year up to Quebec City. Yeah, thanks, Sean. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> Ask him another question. Yeah, and is it true? Is it true that uh, that it's uh, that's what they say? That's what they say. No, you're not Irish. Hey, listen. Um, yeah, but uh, we've been friends for a, for a long, long time, and I've, I've been to Quebec City for gosh, how many times? Ninety times, a hundred times to Quebec City on maybe for me, at least. Sure, sure. At least, uh, but. You know, in, since COVID began, I got up to Montreal, and Jan and I went to a, to a, a Canadians game. I'm a huge Habs fan. I have two daughters. One of them's really smart. She's a Habs fan. The other one, something went, <laughs> and my wife, something went wrong. They're Bruins fans. They got all mixed up, all mixed up. But it's you know, I got a chance to get out there April or May. It was for um, uh, Guy Lafleur, the tribute night to Guy Lafleur, the Bruins game. But that's the only time, and it was not even. I I saw Jan. We spent two three hours at the game, and I was on a plane the next morning at six o'clock heading home. That's the only time I've been there. So, so excited to get back up to uh, to uh, first Montreal, and then in the uh, middle of September I'll be up in Quebec City for four or five days. So I'm just so happy to get back. Uh, uh, I know I joke about it, but avec ton nom, du close to my heart. Uh, uh, Quebec and, and the people of Quebec and all my friends up there and and uh, I can't wait to to get up and to Mitch's Deli. Uh, before I let you go, we've got wine. Do you have mixed mixed drink or just wine? We have mostly uh, Quebec beers. Yeah. Wine uh, from uh, international, but on, on everything is like uh, on the. Um, uh, and what else we have? We, we we do some cocktails too. Yeah. But it's it's just like uh, it's not our specialty. But when people want cocktails, we can do them. 
Yeah, and I'll tell you that we going back to Quebec beers. You know, thirty years ago, you wouldn't think of beers from Quebec. You think of of Labatt's, right? Uh, or, yeah, Labatt's um, Saint And Molson, and that's it, right? Uh, it's really exploded uh, the microbreweries up there. And actually, I'm going to talk to you on up there because I do want to do a show on microbreweries in Quebec. But you know why, yeah? No, because water is free here. <laughs> you can't tax it. Well, they do tax it, but. You... <laughs> You can't tax water, and the government loves their... It's it's coming for sure. <laughs> oh, for my sure. God. You know, they always get their share, no matter what. The government's yeah. always... It doesn't matter if it's local, state, federal. It doesn't matter if it's the uh, United States, Canada. It doesn't matter if it's Tibet. You know, they're going to get their money out of you every single sure. time. And what can you do? There's nothing you can do about it. You cannot fight them. So yeah. what, else do we, what else do you need to know about Mitch's Deli? I mean, people, you know, I go back to crossing the border. I kind of lost my train of thought there. But now that people can get across the border again, you know, I'm encouraging people, hey, you want a nice getaway, four or five days, and you're in the New England area? And the one disappointment is there's no flights. You got to fly from here to Philadelphia to get to Montreal. The best fried chicken sandwiches in America, man. Are in Quebec? No, no, I mean in America. You know, America, it's the whole thing. It's America and America. America. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, down south, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama, they've got some. And then out through the southwest, some great, great I fried know. chicken sandwiches. They do a lot of great. But I invite them. Uh, yeah, I've got to talk about, talk about your fried chicken recipe. Do you have a coleslaw in there? No coleslaw. So what do you... What Only do you... fresh shredded lettuce. Yeah. Like a uh, herbal, uh, herbal like emotion, herbal emotion that yeah. really defines the, the the identity on Mitch Deli on this side because I like I like my wine to taste like garden. I like my food to taste like the garden too. So we, we like to uh, to have those herbal flavors to our sandwiches, and it makes a lot of difference. And for sure, we have this kind of a uh, uh, Portuguese influences uh, hot sauce that we roll the chicken in it, yeah. and it. It, it and the buns for sure the buns the the brioche is amazing so all together it makes it a very great sandwich it was a joke it's not the best in america Every, everybody have his best in life for some people mcdonald's is the best and it's okay for them but we we're really we're really uh, happy and uh, we have a lot of pride in what we do and that's important. I mean, if you don't really believe, believe it or not, I owned a rubbish company and worked for a rubbish company for 36 years. And it, it took a lot of pride in it. And if you didn't take pride in it and you weren't there all the time, it wasn't going to work. You had to really believe in it. It's the same with that, yeah. every industry. But uh, yeah, just going back, when, and I appreciate the fact you said, hey, McDonald's, if that's for you, that's fine. No, there's something wrong with that. And I think those people should go to prison right to jail. If you think that Wendy's or McDonald's or Burger King or Popeye's has the best anything, you should be in prison. And I don't care what country you live in. You should go to jail. Oh, I but don't, mostly what, what, what's I don't mean define, that. What defines the, the quality of Mitch Deli, it's, it's the staff. It's the people that work there because they're, they love the place so much, they make it better. Yeah, and that's fun. Right. That makes every day fun to go to work, because if you have some people, you know, I had great people over the years in, in my company. And right now I have a great staff, uh, which makes it fun every single day. But if you, if you have just one or two people, they can be if you have a lot of people, 
and just one person is bad, you don't have to worry about it because the happy, hardworking, fun people who love it. Yeah, will we'll bring him. And they'll we'll bring him up. They'll either bring him up or they'll force him out. Yeah. All right. They'll make exactly. him either make him appreciate what he has there, or they'll just make his life miserable or her life miserable. So that's always it's always nice to either bring people up or to to crush their hopes and dreams. Either one are great. Those are great, <laughs> great things. Those are great opportunities. It's that's like a crazy, the, it's that's like, a crazy show you got it, there. Yeah, it's like it's like the Canadians <laughs> Canadians making it to the final one year and then finishing dead last the next year. And every night you're paying that extra fourteen dollars and ninety five cents a month because you can't get Canadians on TV down here unless it's a, a nationally televised game. And when you're in last place by six billion four hundred and twelve points, nobody's televising you on national TV. So I watch them and they win, and I'm all excited. And the next year I'm all excited and. So this year, I think with I, I think the Habs are going to win it all this year. I'm 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 I I let that to Jan. I will let that to Jan. I, just I let, gotta go, dude. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Love you, man. All right, take care. Hi, Jan. Max, thank you so much. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll pick up those certificates. Thank and we'll you. Uh, my English is not perfect. So no, I, no. Alors, tu parles français pas anglais parfait. Je ne parle pas français. Hey, foodies, welcome back to Cooking Something Good. You know, when it comes to your kitchen, some things you determine to be necessities, and everyone has their own unique preferences. And for me, it's very good extra virgin olive oil. In my kitchen, there's always only one, and that's Manny's Olive Oil. It comes from the Greek island of Crete. Manny's Olive Oil is harvested by hand, which is very rare in this day and age. It's not harvested by a huge automated machine, And that means there's no chemicals, and it means only the best olives make it into each bottle. I can tell the difference. It's the only olive oil I keep in my kitchen. Manny's olive oil comes from his family's own native olive trees on Greece's largest island, Crete. This affordable, gourmet olive oil has a unique and bold flavor that can't be found anywhere else. Manny uses only the highest quality of olives, which means they produce only the highest quality of olive oil. You can find Manny's olive oil as well as restaurant gift certificates and other great food-related items at cookingsomethinggood.com. Cookingsomethinggood.com. Manny's olive oil from Greece with love. Hey, it's time. You know what? Seattle Sunapee, Andrea to Dave. Dave to Andrea, which would be Sunapee to Seattle. Andrea Jorgensen, our favorite chef on the western part of the United States, soon to be on the eastern part. Got a big yeah. day planned. Me, so you, excited. Jack, your friend Joe, your friend, what's her name, Allison? Nicole. Can I call her Allison? <laughs> that's, I keep, no. <laughs> I We're going to have a great time uh, in about 10 days out in Boston, and we're going to go to the Copley uh, Farmer's Market. Yeah. And we're going to uh, collect some food, and then we're going to go out to a farm-to-table restaurant called uh, Harvest. Harvest. So it's going to yeah. be a great time. You're going to be back home. I haven't seen you in a long yeah. time. I'm excited, very excited. I know, I know. I know. But we're here today, Dave and his bad finger. Bad finger. Remember that, Remember that song, Bad Finger? Yeah. Bad finger. Yeah, that's bad. Ay, ay, ay. So I hide it under my Quebec book, which goes nice with my hat. 
I know you're a big Montreal Canadian fan. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. a big hockey fan. I am, and Boston just signed Patrice Bergeron for one no, more year. No, I was thinking well maybe. I was thinking oh, maybe. Oh, hell no. He would never of go to Of course he would. No, he would not. He's Quebecois. He should. Oh. No, no, no. You cannot, you cannot cross lines like that. It's, Absolutely not. You know what's a funny thing? If he did, then we'd love him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And now we hate him. Oh, yeah. Because he's such a I, uh, I only loved Max Pacioretty when he was on Team USA and the rest of the time he was on the Canadiens. And I was like, oh, no, screw him. No, no, no. And it wasn't until he went to Vegas that I was like, okay, now I can actually like like him as a player because he's well, not a... My younger daughter, Izzy, I, I brought her up right. Big, big, big Canadian fan. She's in love with Cole Caulfield. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but she loves Cole Caulfield. I don't think she cares. Okay. She has a good sense of humor. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we have a better year. What a disaster last year was, right? Yeah. From Car- Who's your coach now? Because didn't they fire the coach? Yeah, and then Carey got hurt. Um, mm. And every game he's in when he's healthy, there's a chance you're going to win that game. I mean, he's that good. But yeah. missing him for a whole year um, just didn't work out. But we're back, ready to go. You know what tomorrow night is? Tomorrow night is the first preseason football game. This show will have already aired, so... Last Thursday was the first, <laughs> last Thursday was the first, and I predict that the Patriots are going to go fifteen and two, win the AFC, make it to the Super Bowl, and lose in the Super Bowl by six points. How about that? Wow, How about that, that is specific. If I was a gambling man and made that bet right now, put ten thousand dollars down, yeah. I don't know how much I'd make because I don't know what the odds are because I'm not a gambling man anymore. Yeah, I didn't buy yeah. a ticket. You know how how much, how how uh, lacking I am in, in in my desire to gamble. I did not buy a single ticket in the billion dollar Meg, power mega whatever the hell it was yeah. mega man powerballing thing, because the odds are so unbelievably against you. And I kept yeah. telling everybody, I said, I'll make a deal. I said, I'll give you a dollar seventy five for every one of the tickets you bought. I asked like 10 people, just, I'll give you $1.75 for every single one of them. And nobody took me up on it, and it, was, it must have been 10 people. Yeah. A total of probably 500 tickets. And not a single person won Because I thought they were going to win. Anything. They won yeah. nothing. 100 tickets, they got nothing. Yeah. They got zero. None of their tickets had enough information on it, enough matching numbers yeah. to win anything. It's just math for it, it. It's just it's attacks on dumb people, <laughs> you know. And there's one person out there that won wherever Wisconsin was it or I thought it was Illinois, Illinois, yeah, Chicago, yeah, Chicago area, yeah. But, and then I was kind of hopeful because my I think my wife bought a couple out there because that's where she was. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe, maybe years ago it was like eight hundred million or something, and the winner was in Chicopee. And my oh, neighbor, that's right, my, yeah, and my neighbor. Like a week before, she said, I stopped at the so-and-so store in Chicopee and bought 10. So she had the right store. And when I heard it was in Chicopee, I was like, oh, my. Hello. <laughs> but but uh, alas, they didn't win. You can't win. You can't beat that. Cannot no. beat the gamblers. No. But it is football season. I love football season. I love tailgating. I'm going to do a couple tailgating shows. I'm going to go to St. Joe's University where my good friend Hannah Prince just got the Head coaching job for the St. Joe's uh, field hockey team. Oh, nice. Yep, and she is... Because both your girls uh, played field hockey, right? Played field hockey, college field hockey. Field hockey. Yeah. And, and uh, Hannah uh, 
played a little with them and then coached them. Just a, she's a winner. Yeah. Front door to back. If you have a kid, a, a young woman who's going to college and wants to play Division One field hockey for a program that's going to teach them how to win on and off the field, uh, Hannah Prince is the coach that you want. And I think she's going to be there for a long time. So I can't say enough about her. her. So I think we'll go to a game. Uh, I yeah. think we'll do some tailgating. Now that it's over, I mean, we've been going to the field, well, for eight straight years, 10 because of yeah. COVID. We've been going, or nine because of COVID. We've been going to field hockey every fall, every week, 12, 13, 14 weeks out of the year. And before that, yeah. we were traveling all over the country and all over the world. This is the first year we'll be out of that that uh, system. So uh, I miss tailgating. I really love a good tailgate. Yeah, And I like getting, you know, my wife and I are absolute opposites. I like, I mean, I love going to Jimmy Buffett concerts, getting there at 8 o'clock in the morning, and there's a huge crowd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge crowd at 8 in the morning for a 7 o'clock show. But it's all about, you know, great food, great friends. You know, when you're younger, it's about falling off the pickup truck because you wanted to jump up and prove you could do a backflip. When you're older, it's about... You know, taking a nap while the ambulance comes to pick up the people who did the backflip off the truck, right? <laughs> That's what it's like. But a tailgate to me is so much fun. And we're going to do another interview with, um, ugh, I can't remember her name, and I just hurt my hand again. Um, anyway, she is uh, one of the people who runs the tailgate at Old Miss, oh. which is the largest tailgate. They average uh, 125,000 people for the tailgate. And they average about seventy-one thousand people for the game. So they have they have one hundred twenty-five thousand people every home game all fall long. One hundred twenty-five thousand people. That's a tailgate, my friend. That's right. So I think we'll find some some good tailgaters and do a couple of shows and talk to them and and uh, maybe even go and tailgate with them. And I am going to do a St. Joseph's game, so it's going to be a good tailgating season. That's right. And you can mix, you know, tailgates. A lot of people are are. They do the traditional, you know, sausage, onion, peppers, yeah, hot yeah, dogs, yeah. hamburgs. Some people bring pizza. That could get boring. I, I, to each their own. To each their own. And, and that's true, too. Uh, my specialty, I lo- I brought sticky pork ribs. So they're oh, that's boning. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the porn. That's that's my go-to. That really is my go-to. The, 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 the star anise and the scallions and the ginger and the garlic. It's so easy to make. Soy sauce. Uh, honey or maple syrup I use and it one. transports it all transports so it easy. transports really well the good thing about that you make that the night before I I, may, I use it with Marcella right? oh right so after you take it so I, I sear both sides on top of the stove and then I add okay. my garlic crushed red peppers ginger uh, and then I'm going to add my soy sauce and then I add my honey and then I add my Marsala uh, the most important thing is to get a really good sear a lot of people yeah. give up if it's got that grayish color it doesn't you want it like crispy really crispy yeah it that that gives it a lot of flavor it's kind of got this i don't know how to describe that grayish just doesn't taste as good but those are and then star anise which is one of my favorite things absolute favorite things but then when you're done you take it out of the oven you only have to cook it for 25 30 minutes on each side uh and then you take it and then you put it back on top of the stove and you heat it up slowly and then you put it in your refrigerator, and the next day you heat it up again, and it just gets better and better and better every single. All that fat reduces, and it's just. Uh, so then you can wrap it up and bring it to it. You know, wrap up type in the pan in tin foil. Oh and, yeah, yeah, and, true. And then you can throw your whole pan on top of the grill. Yeah. Heat it up again, yeah. and just one more time, get it hot in that sauce. And you take that first bite, and you got those crushed red peppers. You got that hot, 
but then you've got your honey and you get the sweet and you get that fennel lemony fennel taste from your star anise the ginger gives it a little kick too and the garlic and then what you know what i do i take onions i got this recipe it's a it's an adaptation of a, of a gordon ramsay recipe mm. but then i take a whole a whole uh, stock of what's it called a bunch of scallions mm. and i'll just chop them up and put it on top before i put it in the oven and they just disintegrate so you get that uh, oniony yeah. taste it's just really really it's a great tailgate thing to bring and then i bring a potato salad with that and i make a crab a crab potato salad which is really good too so those are usually my two big and if you know if you're there for four years you get to feel that so the people have been there four years really have that group of of sophomore and uh, junior parents who really yeah. have a feel you're teaching the freshman but then the as it moves out as you cycle out somebody else will start bringing uh, one of the one of the grandfathers great guy last name was McCarthy uh, trying to remember his first name funny funny guys probably about 75 years old but he had a hot dog steamer like oh, like okay. one of those and he would yeah, yeah. he would stuff his hot dogs with uh and I don't care what you say but with cheese whiz <laughs> which you know you go to Pat's or you go to <laughs> Gino's in in Philly and yeah I, I know but I just love under certain circumstances cheese whiz it's like spam I love spam I love it you know spam is the number one breakfast food in Hawaii mm-hmm. you know why why because during World War II they expected to invade the having having to invade Japan and they thought it was gonna be a maybe a two-year event so spam kept forever it's just pressed ham right right so they brought in millions and millions and millions of cans of spam because they were going to ship it out to the to the east, to the island of Japan, and, and out there to feed people, to feed yeah. the soldiers. Well, then we dropped the bomb, and, and they had all this spam, and, and they and they became very good at at, uh, at using it. If you ever go to Hawaii, spam's a big pole, you know, poi. Oh, I've been there, yeah. Yeah, poi and spam. <coughs> But I like I like spam with pineapple. I'll just chop it into into thin slices, put it into a frying pan with just a little bit of sesame oil, and then some pineapple on top, and then add a little soy sauce. It's it's good. It really is good. Some people hate it, and some people love it. Do you ever cook with anything like you're you're more of a of a uh, more of a like fresh ingredient? You person. are a fresh ingredient person. Yeah. What have you worked on lately? What's going on out, out west? What's what's new and what's in season? Oh, we just got a peach season just started. Oh, I love peaches. This time of year, I swap peaches for tomatoes until tomatoes come in season. So my margarita pizza has peaches on it. My I'm throw, doing all the peach pies. I do a, a peach amaretto bread pudding. Um, like oh, that's something you I'm name it. Good. Like peaches are in everything right now. And how's the corn? When does the corn come in out there? Is it okay? Um, so corn, corn's kind of in right now. Um, is it as good as uh, like here in the back in the valley? Of- I like New England corn better. Yeah, you know, I grew up. Uh, I grew up. So my neighborhood, there was a golf course around my neighborhood, and on the other side of the golf course was like this. These two brothers, these two brothers, um, they were probably like in their eighties, and they had acres and acres of corn, and they had like little fruit stand that they outside of their house and. They had the best corn. Like, I don't know what they did. And then, you know, unfortunately, they all ended up passing and whatever. But, like, they they had the best corn. Like, you could practically eat it raw. It was just, like, so, so good. You didn't have to do anything to it. It was just delicious. Well, when we, um, when we lived back just, in the Valley, did you ever go to Galunkas? I don't know what it is. Galunkas has the best corn. 
Really? I don't know how they do it. It's I don't know, and, and I mean the corn here is great, right? Yeah. But it's the same kind of a deal. It's like Simorowski. Simorowski has the best asparagus. How mm -hmm. I don't know. Although I had yeah. some Canadian asparagus. Asparagus it starts. It starts three weeks before it does in New England. It's it starts in New Jersey. Right, and, and then, then it moves up. And I had some last week. Um, I went out to uh, Simon Pierce, which is a, a restaurant I love up in. Um, oh right. Up in uh, the. The um, oh, where the heck is it? Just north of White River Junction in Vermont. What's the yeah. name of that? Queechee, Vermont. And uh, I have to tell you, their uh, their asparagus was great. It's Canadian. It oh, just okay. keeps moving up, and it was very good. Because once season ends, once like this this cycle ends, especially in the valley here. But once it, I don't eat asparagus the rest of the year. Nah. I, there's certain things I can't eat. Tomatoes are coming in. They're here now. They're really really good. I used to think they were the best in the world. Now I think. <laughs> well, you can't beat Italian tomatoes. That oh, pretty much goes to that time. I fell in love with the, t the Italian tomatoes. Yeah. But I always plant, I tell you, I always plant mine late. My tomatoes. Your tomatoes? Always like a month after everybody else. So into September, I still have tomatoes. Yeah. Which yeah. is nice. That kind of, so I can use everybody else's, then have mine for the, I don't have a lot. I have a lot of little cherry tomatoes. I love cherry tomatoes. I like going like this too, cherry tomatoes. Cherry tomatoes, eyeglasses. I can't do the other. Binoculars. Hand. Binoculars. I can't do that. I can only do one hand, though. You look this way for the That's, binoculars. Yeah, I, but I'm, I'm <laughs> unfortunately handicapped at the moment, so I can't. Oh, not handicapped. I'm challenged at the moment, so I can't okay. challenge. So I can't. Uh, I can't do that. But I do like um, cherry tomatoes. You know what I do with mine? I just overnight I'll cut them in half. And yeah. I shouldn't do this because it's type two diabetes. So I'm not supposed to do this, but I'll put yeah. sugar over them. And then I'll put them a uh, little bit of, uh, uh, no, I, I just uh, a little bit of honey, right? And I'll and mix, sugar. And sugar. And I'll mix them up in uh, olive oil in a, yep. in a cast iron pan usually. And yeah. then I'll just put them in the other oven overnight with the pilot light lit. So I'll leave them there for 10 hours, 8 hours. You do it on Saturday night and then on Sunday morning you can have, they come out so good. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then I add in the morning, I'll add a little uh, balsamic vinegar. Mm. And then I'll have that. And then I'll make baked beans. And then I'll make the, so the tomatoes, the baked beans. I'll use Canadian bacon. And then I'll make scrambled eggs. And I have a, a British breakfast. Oh, uh, okay. That, yeah. That's a traditional yeah. British breakfast. You know what I yeah. want to make? Because I, we're, we're trying to plan next year our, our cooking something good trip, four day trip out to, to England. But oh, you're going, okay. It's called a plowman. Oh, plowman's platter, yeah. Plowman's platter. So I have yeah. to, you, we, do you, have you made that before? I have not, but I've had one before. All right, well, we have to work on that. You have to show me, sometime in the next, in the in the late fall, we'll work on that. Okay. Because I want to be able to, to know what's in it, but I'm excited about this. And we're also going to the Diddley Squat Farm, which is a pair okay. the, there's a show on, I don't know, maybe on Netflix or Paramount, it's called... Uh, called Clarkson Farm. Okay. And Jeremy Clarkson is a actor. He was the mm -hmm. host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire in England. He had the racing, car racing kind of show. Yeah, yeah. What's that called? I can't remember. But he he owned a farm, big, big farm in England, never ran it. And the guy who ran it retired, so he decided to do a documentary. Second season is coming on running the farm. So he, is this the one that was like, wait, I have to spend how much on this tractor? Oh yeah, we talked about yeah. this. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So he, um, 
But he opened a farm called Diddley Squat Farm Stand. And it's like the size of, you know, a small bank. Like, it's not, it's not very big. But uh, we're, we're going to go there, too. We're going to go to the Diddley Squat Farm. And cool. So I'm excited about this trip. But I want to know, I've never had a plowman's platter. It's, a, it's what okay. they eat for lunch. How are those yeah. people not incredibly fat? They eat a lot of fat food. I love British food, too. A lot of sausages. Oh, I love bangers, bangers and mash. Bangers and mash. Chips. Yeah. yeah. But a chip is a fry. Right. A chip is a fry, and a fry is, I can't remember, a cookie is a biscuit. Yeah. They don't say biscuit. What is they call fry? A chip. I can't remember what they call a chip. Any, yeah, British, a bunch any of... British people out there? British people, Dave at cookingsomethinggood.com. Dave <laughs> at cookingsomethinggood.com. What do you folks call a, like a potato chip? It's a different word. Crisp. Crisp. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Very well done. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to enjoy that. But um, back to it. Ten days, we're going to have a great time in Boston. Yeah. What's coming? Anybody who wants to come join us, we will be there. Yes. You can't miss us. You can't miss us. We're going to, and, we're, and Jack's going to be with us. And yeah. your friend Joe's going to be with us. And your friend, yeah. don't tell me. Don't tell me it's not Allison. It's Nicole. Yes. Yes. Nicole's going to yes. be with us. And we're we've going... been friends since we were in second grade. Yeah, right. So that's going to be fun. Is yeah. she from North Dakota? No, no. She's from she's from uh, Western Mass as well. When did you move to North Dakota? You were born I there. moved from North Dakota when I was eight. Uh-huh. So you're not really 100% North Dakota. No, no. You're like as screwed up as they can be. You're like, hey, hey, hey. One half is like the most conservative place in the world, and the other half is the most liberal place in the world. You're like, you're, you're much, that might make you perfect. Oh, maybe. When you talk maybe. to your husband, tell him that, that, that our audience thinks that you're perfect because of your upbringing. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. See what he says. Oh, let him know. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, and you're coming out for how long? You got a little break. Yeah, so uh, I'll be out there six days, I think, five or six days. And that's like a vacation. I mean, that's it is because yeah. uh, husband is staying home with both kiddos, so it's just me. So, so that's gonna be awesome. And that's a job for him. Yeah, I mean, you know, he uh, he he's a former marine, and he uh, manages a bunch of people right now for his current job. So um, that's kind of funny because you you think you know all I can picture is you saying that, and the next scene is how they've like sixteen kids jumping on his back and him <laughs> running for his life. Hey! No, he um, he actually has this, and I think I told you this. He has this bike that he can put both kids on. Oh, that's cool. Um, Izzy Izzy has her own seat, and and Roe has kind of like a like a cage thing around. Bikes back. bikes bikes help kids sleep too. Yeah, they're a little old for that now, but when they were little, they both like conked out hard. But he'll just jump on the bike. He'll just throw them both on the bike, and they'll like, you know, they bike down to the donut shop and get the kids donuts, and he gets a cup of coffee, and then they head out to the park, and then they'll bike over to some other park, and they'll just, I mean, they'll spend the whole day on the bike. Well, that's fun. What do yeah, your kids so like to eat? What do your kids eat? So, you know how my oldest is a super picky eater? Yeah. I got him to eat hash brown waffles the other day dipped in sour cream. That's pretty I was like, this is delicious. Please, for the love, try this. Like... I promise you, I will never feed you anything that I do not think you will not like. Like, please, for the love, try this. And he did. And he's like, ooh, Mama, can I have my own? I was like, yes, you can actually All have right. mine, and I will make another one. See, now, for me, if you dipped it in chocolate sauce with peanut butter sauce and honey and sugar and maple syrup, then I would, I would 
happily eat it. I have well, a- I thought, I was like, oh, this would actually be really good, too, with sweet potatoes, if you shredded up a bunch of sweet potatoes, and then you served it with, like, a maple roasted garlic aioli. That's really nice. I make sweet potatoes, I slice them really, really thin in the mandolin, actually. And then oh, I, yeah? And then I put them in a giant paper bag, and I add cumin, and what else did I put in there? I have it written down in my <coughs> my book. I wrote it down. Um, cumin and Mopo maple paper. syrup and salt and pepper and I'm leaving something out but I shake them in a bag lay mm-hmm. them on a big huge uh, pan and I just bake them 10 minutes on each side in a, in a really hot oven 450 degrees turn mm-hmm. turn and then I turn it off and shake them up again in the bag it's like candy it is so so good oh I use a nutmeg and cinnamon and okay. yeah, not, with the cumin. I, with the cumin, yeah, and it gives okay. it this. Uh, it gives it this cool kind of. And, oh, and um, earthy, earthy, and just yeah, a little yeah. bit of cayenne. So you get okay. that little bit of spice again. You get that little sweetness with the maple syrup. You get that cayenne, and then you get that. It's almost got an African kind of a uh, Moroccan kind of African taste to it with all the spices in there. Hmm. And I like cumin. Nobody in my family likes cumin, so a lot of times I have to make it for myself. But I'll tell you, Jack loved those. Oh, did it? Yeah. And if Jack and those lo- things that like exploded all over the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, I tell you that one, right? Yeah. <laughs> I had it in a, I didn't have a, I didn't have any paper bags. So what did you use? I used a big Tupperware thing. Big oh. rectangular one. I was shaking yeah, the yeah. living hell out of it. And it just went everywhere. <laughs> made, made good for a TikTok. Oh, there you I, go. I watched these. I haven't seen, I've never seen TikTok, but my daughter, Izzy, my daughter, Izzy, you have a son, yeah. Izzy. My daughter, Izzy, was showing me these, and the University of Alabama, they're, they're rushing, it's rush for their sororities. Yeah, yeah. So they do these TikToks that last like one minute, and it's the weirdest thing. They're like, hi, my name's Allison, and I'm rushing for, I go to the University of Alabama, it's rush time, and I'm just going to say I got this, this bracelet I got at Gucci, these earrings I got at uh, the Foxwood Mall. I got these pants at uh, Abercrombie and Fitch. I can't name all these stores. And they're like, I got my shoes at Aritzia. And, and then they just go to the next person. Hundreds of thousands of people watch this. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have hundreds of thousands of followers. It's like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So we're going to do one next week. Oh, okay. We're going to do one for the kitchen, though. So, okay. And it's going to be on TikTok. I don't want to give anything away because because I wrote the script and I'm, I'm very proud of it. Are you going to be like, this spatula is from Sir Latab and this, this is from William Sonova. And this, are you going to like do all that? I'm not giving anything away. I don't want anybody jumping, jumping. Actually, by Monday, it'll be done and aired. So I can tell you. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. So I can tell you now. By that time it's done, I'm just going to be like, hi, my name's Dave, and we're doing a food rush today here at the University of Duso. Uh, this spatula <laughs> comes from the spatula store. I got this pan, which I got at the pan store. I'm wearing my shirt, which I got at the shirt store. I got my socks. I got those at the sock store. I've got my vibrator. What's this doing here? Nope. I got my. <laughs> so it's going to be. And nice. everything's going to be, I got it at that store. This nice. is the tomato I got at the tomato store. This is garlic <laughs> I got at the garlic store. 
I'm really proud of this. This is minced meat, which I got at the minced meat store. <laughs> I think it's going to be funny. It's going to be great. Jack yeah. has his doubts, but he's coming along. Jack's a very serious lad. I can't wait to meet Jack. I know. Soon. Soon. Yeah. He was going to be here. Week? Yeah, he's going to be here. Hey, today. how exactly are we going to film that, by the way? Jack will bring everything. Uh, we have okay. tripods. We have lights. Um, Do we need Wi-Fi? Jack's got all that taken care of. He's got all that. Okay. All that. It's going to be recorded. No, right, right, right. So we don't need Wi-Fi because everything's going to be recorded. And then he brings it back and, and Edits does and whatever the hell he does. Okay. Which he does well. So we'll of have course. all that information, and, and then he'll put it together as a show. We're going to do, um, I don't know if you remember Bill Collins. He was a, a manager at Spoleto's. Now he's up for years now. He's owned a great restaurant down in East Long Meadow. It's called Center Square Grill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and mm -hmm. we're going to be recording down. We're going to do a, we're actually going to bring the equipment down and record, and he's got a really nice kitchen in the basement. Nice. So we're going to record down there, which will be fun. And I tell you, Center Square Grill, another one of those places. I love places that are really consistent. Consistently good too, right? Not consistently. What's the um, what's the Italian one that's down in Long Meadow? It's like right on the Springfield Long Meadow line. Um, no, God, Th I this love one's that right place. in the center of East Long Meadow, right across from Big Y. Mm. Center Square. No, this was like a, Center Square, right? It was right across from. Not elevation. It was, um, isn't elevation a place you get that you put something a place where you get stuff to put in your shoes? What isn't that elevation? Isn't that where you go to get your shoes like lifts in your shoes? No, 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 no. there's never mind. There used to be this good restaurant in Longmeadow, and I can't think of it, but across from that is this Italian restaurant that I'm thinking of, and they are awesome and they are like super consistent. Oh, uh, consistent is good, you know? this is great. You could walk in there and have the same dish, like. Every Monday for like, you know, eight weeks yep. and it would be the same and it would be delicious. There is something to say about consistency. Yeah. Uh, so what do you do with peaches, David, while we're back on track? Yeah, you know what I do with peaches? Mm -hmm. And it's the only thing I do with them. I bring them home and I wash them. Mm -hmm. And I can bring them, you know, a big bag with a little handle. Oh, yeah. Not a big giant bag, but a bag of peaches, like a bag of it's apples. It's got like eight or ten peaches in it or yeah. whatever. Sometimes yeah. 12. Um, I wash them, and then I put them in the strainer. And say yeah. I have 12 peaches, I will sit there and eat. If they're ripe and ready to go, I'll sit there and eat 12 peaches. There oh, is okay. no time to waste unless someone else With is doing right it. Peach? Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, there's no time. I, I honestly believe it's an aphrodisiac. I'm like out of that Seinfeld show. Pe I love peaches. I just think they are God's gift. And if they're, <laughs> again, if they're ripe, if they're not ripe, bleh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Not worth it. But, or mealy. Ugh. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. But yeah. a ripe peach, it's just, I sit there and eat 12 on a hot day. Yeah. And it's got to be good for you. Nothing that good can't be good for you. I don't know about 12, but I've eaten like right, five. Probably not 12 them, I've yeah. eaten five or six peaches in a day. Oh my God. I like wrapping them in prosciutto with a basil leaf. That's good. Oh, I've never done that. Oh, honey. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I like, um, so I can't eat the skins on a peach. I can't eat the skins on stone fruit. Are you and allergic? Apples and stuff like that. Yeah. I get like a, like my back of my throat starts itching and stuff. It's weird. But, um, so I usually blanch all my peaches, but what I'll do is I will blanch them and then I'll like kind of hollow out the middle of a peach and I'll fill it with uh, goat cheese and then roast it in the oven and then drizzle it with honey and chopped almonds. That's one thing I will do with, uh, with, uh, peaches. I put goat cheese over them, a little bit of pepper, 
mm-hmm. uh, goat cheese, and then drizzle, <coughs> dri- drizzle it with honey, which is yep. my friend Tim Walco gave me that recipe. Oh yeah, Tim's a good cook. Tim used to own a golf course. He's a solid cook. Uh, <laughs> wants to know if she can take a shower. <laughs> Care? Go ahead. You're fine. <laughs> You're 23 years old. Do whatever you want. <laughs> oh my goodness. And my dog, I would usually pick my dog up to say hello. Have you ever seen my dog? I have. You sent me a picture this morning. Oh, that's right. She, uh, She's looking at me like, uh, oh, God, you've got to see this. The world has got to see this. See if we can get a good picture of my dog <clears throat> in the studio. What's your name again? Uh, Ellie. Hi, Ellie. You <laughs> she can't hear me because I'm through headphones. That's right. She can't hear anything. She's like looking at me like she's like, who are you talking to? I would really, what is going on what's here? What's happening? I would really, I, like, I would really like to go outside. <laughs> all right, hey my friend, we're gonna call it a day. It's always all a right. pleasure, and I can't wait. We're all very excited. Jack can't wait to meet you. It's gonna be a great yeah, time great. in Boston. Hey, until next time. Remember, my friend, what's our what's our saying? Food is fun, and fun is food, and it's always foodie fun time. We're talking to Andrea Jorgensen from Washington. State. Andrea, thanks for joining us. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more after this. Andrea, thanks for being with us. And we're going to move right along to this. So the YouTube goes to that, but the podcast goes to after this, which is a commercial. Uh, so okay. it's two different things. Did you guys set up a um, an Instagram for cooking something good? Uh, yes. We should definitely like when we're at the recording at the, stopped. There you go. Yes. When we're at the uh, the market, we should definitely do like a selfie and be like, "Come see us at cooking something good." Oh, we're gonna do a bunch of. Hello, I'm Mike Torville, host of Healing Voices Project, where we share stories of addiction, grief, recovery, and courage. We're happy to be working with the folks at Cooking Something Good, where you'll find entertaining, inspiring, and thought-provoking programs. To learn more about my show and others on the CSG Broadcast Network, please go to csgbn.com. We'd love to have you visit. Thanks. today at Cooking Something Good. We had a great time. Special thanks to our guest. Uh, we had Max Gagné uh, from Mitch's Deli in Montreal. It's on Rue Beaubien in Montreal. This is a great time to get out of here and take a little vacation. Montreal is beautiful in the late summer, beautiful in the fall. It's also beautiful in the winter. Um, I happen to not mind the cold weather, so I like Montreal any time of year. But if you get a chance to go up, We've got some great gift certificates to both places, 50% off. It's at our shop. You go to csgbn.com and go to the shop, and you can just buy the certificates half off. And when you get up to Montreal, you can use them in both places. I guarantee you, you're going to love. Also, special thanks today to Andrea Jorgensen. Always a joy to have her on the show. Seattle to Sunapee. She always does a great job. And she is far more qualified when it comes to discussing technique and food and cooking than I am. And I always like surrounding my pe- myself with people who are smarter than me. That is not very difficult. Remember, check us out. You can see us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, our own site, csgbn.com, Spotify, Apple, all of them. 
all of them. You can find us everywhere. And remember, when you go there, like, follow, subscribe, do all those things. Not for you. Well, for you, because then you can see all the different shows and some of the humor we use. And we can talk about food with really great food people from all around the world. And we can tell you about great offers we have where you can save money. That's all cool. Um, but it also helps us. So we appreciate it very much. We appreciate you listening to the show. That's it. Cooking something good is done. Remember, food is fun. Food is fun. Food is fun. Yeah, come on. Get it right, Dave. Remember, food is fun. Fun is food. And it's always foodie fun time here at Cooking Something Good. Until next time. 